Welcome to Season 3 of the podcast. I'm Francesca de Valence. I love to start the first episode of each season on a high and expansive note. I want to take magic, make it real for you, and show you that you can experience it too, and what comes from this access and experience is not insignificant. It's not just luck or just for special people, but it's tangible, credible, unlimited, learnable, and necessary to leading a creative life. Thanks for joining me. Welcome to the Magic of Songwriting podcast with iHeart Songwriting Club. In this podcast, we help you reconnect with and experience the transformation, the joy and the magic of songwriting so that you can become the songwriter you've always dreamed of being. I'm Francesca de Valence and I'll be your guide. Let it go. What is magic to you? Is it having supernatural powers? The ability to influence something to happen by mysterious forces? Is it making something impossible happen? Or a feeling of enchantment? Or is it some sort of change in the physical world brought about through one's will? For me, magic can feel like all of those things. It's tapping into a greater energetic power than myself and being able to connect to that power to support what I do and what I want to bring about in my life. It's like having absolute energetic universal support without an expiration date. I used to think magic was frivolous. Something fun that children played with, linked to fairy tales and fantasy, that had little bearing on what was important in my adult life. Until I learnt that this fun and playful energy, or spontaneity, creativity and wonderment, had substance to it and could be relied upon and could positively transform my life. Have you followed some playful idea that's led you somewhere you would have never imagined? Or have you thought of someone and then the next minute they're calling or messaging you? Songwriting feels magical in that one minute there's no song and then only hours later there's a song. You followed a thread of an idea and it led you somewhere you may not have imagined it could go. You might think these are just small examples of this magic. Who cares about the magic of songwriting? How does it really affect my life? What if I told you there are no small things? There are just things and occurrences, and that the small things are just as significant and important as big things. And here I invite you to pay attention to the seemingly small magical experiences. These are a gateway to leading a magical life. I went on a discovery of small things versus big things and found that many beautiful minds have also had this same thought. Sometimes when I consider what tremendous consequences come from little things, I am tempted to think there are no little things. Bruce Barton Great things are done by a series of small things brought together. Vincent van Gogh There are no little things. Little things are like the hinges of the universe. Fanny Fern 
From Little Things, Big Things Grow, Paul Kelly and Kev Carmody. I can really get on board with this thought that all big things are just a series of little things. Can you? Thinking of your favourite songwriter or artist, they can appear to lead a magical and enchanted existence. It can certainly appear that way when you look at the big picture alone. I'm certain that they would have achieved great things as a result of a succession of small things strung together. Seemingly small things, small steps that required faith, trust, courage, and creating openings for more. In episode 13 of The Magic of Songwriting, my retrospective of 400 songs, I talk about having faith and trust in my songwriting practice. Trust that something will come and I will be provided for by continuing to follow the thread of the first idea. To me, that is magic in its simplest form. In that same episode, I talk about extending that idea of trust in my songwriting to my life, which led to my first creative and musical adventure to Paris. That whole experience was absolutely magical, and all I did was follow a series of seemingly small ideas with a sense of trust. Let me share with you one of those magical examples from my first Paris adventure. This is a story of following the quote-unquote small prompts and ideas. After visiting a Rodin sculpture exhibition, I had an idea to take a sculpture class. So I went and researched what was on and I booked a class. In that class, we had to create a bust. We were shown very basic guidelines for how to make the head, the eyes, all in a language I didn't yet speak. And two hours later, by simply following my fingers and without any picture or image to mimic, and with no skills or experience in sculpting, and with no attachment to the outcome, I had sculpted a bust that had startling likeness to my dad. My dad had died five months earlier. It was like there was a magical force leading me to create this. It was uncanny and completely blew my mind. If I had second-guessed that inspired idea to take the class with thoughts of, oh, I'm too busy, or I have no experience or skills in that, or I don't speak the language, I would have never had this magical experience. If you feel pulled to write songs, but you're thinking, I'm too busy, or I've got no experience or skills, or I don't read music, then you're effectively shutting down a portal to having a magical experience. So I invite you to stay open. I hear you asking, how do I stay open? How do I stay open to this magic? And how do I tap into this magic? And can I do this in my life, in my everyday life? And is there enough for everyone? Or is it just for special people? Magic is truly special, but it's not exclusive or limited in any way. Just like love and peace are special, but there's no exclusivity or limitations to that. Anyone in the world can participate. Everyone can access it. Just like there is unlimited love in the world and unlimited peace in the world, there is unlimited magic in the world. Magic is so unlimited that it can happen in our everyday lives. It's totally there for us to tap into. It awaits us to meet it. But sometimes 
we forget that we can tap into it. We forget that we can meet the magic. So it's up to us to ensure that we make space for the magic to happen each day. You'd be surprised as to just how simple it can be to make the space for magic to drop in. Everyone can do it and it's accessible to all. The first step to accessing magic is to stay open. This is the easiest part, but we often don't pay attention to the importance of this in our busy lives, discounting it as not a priority. Here are some of my go-to ways that help me stay connected and open so that I can feel and experience more magic in my everyday life. One of those ways is swimming in the ocean. I live an hour from the ocean, so that's easy enough for me to do a couple of times a month. But if you don't live near the ocean, what other body of water can you swim in or be near? Is there a lake, a river, a creek? a waterfall, or even your local swimming pool. Another way is I go for a gentle walk out in nature amongst trees, breathing in fresh air. There's tons of research that proves nature enhances well-being, and that's a wonderful basic reason to get out there. But also being in that natural environment raises your vibration to be able to access more magic. Another way is by simply lying on the grass out in the sunshine. More amazing high vibrational access without having to travel far. Cook a delicious meal whilst listening to some of your favourite songs. Being in the resonance of music that uplifts you and food that helps you feel more whole and nourished is a great recipe for flow state, which is where the magic lies. Watch a sunrise or a sunset. And I challenge anyone to say that even the visual of that isn't magical. Gaze at the night sky, a simple way to connect to expansive energies far beyond us. Have an expansive conversation with really open people. And for me, write a song or be creative in some way. I've added this to my list because only now, after so many years of consistent writing, does songwriting feel magical. At first, it definitely didn't feel like this. Doing these expansive activities or being in these expansive places helps me to feel connected to that energetic power greater than myself, and I feel more. I feel tapped in. I feel powerful. I feel nourished. I feel unlimited. I feel clear, and I feel at peace. The reason we're doing these activities is simply for how we feel when we do these things. That's actually the magical part, that these activities change the state of how we feel, and it's how we feel that opens us up to those magical moments. Everything we do and everything we don't do is based on how we feel, and the quality of what we produce, create, and output in life is based on how we feel. So how we feel is really important. And if I can get there through simple activities, I'm going to prioritize those. Something that's important to me is bringing the most joyous and connected version of myself to everything that I do. So when I do these activities as a way of nourishing my connection with magic, then when I take myself back into the rest of my life, you know, doing the office work, housework, groceries, doing social media marketing, paying bills... 
I feel topped up with nourished, abundant energy. And while there would absolutely be ways of tapping into that magic feeling without having to do those activities, often we fill our life to the brim with busyness that there is just no space for the magic to drop in. So those activities allow us to be more present. And in doing so, life becomes magical, otherworldly, filled with synchronicities. If the first step to accessing magic is to connect and stay open to a feeling of unlimitedness, the second step is using this more expansive feeling, noticing the intuitive ideas and prompts, and actioning them unconditionally. If you're someone who doesn't feel skilled up at following intuitive ideas and prompts, rest assured because this is something you can learn. Receiving and following intuitive ideas was not my strength either. I used to be a doer. I would almost force things to happen. One of the skills of being a really efficient person, I prefer to take the most direct route to a place, even when I'm driving. I've had to learn to take the scenic route at times, to stay open to receive intuitive messages even when it feels like it takes longer. Following prompts along that scenic route would take me to new places, and I started practicing this both in the car and out of the car. And what I found was that the scenic route had treasures and gems that you just can't get on the main highway. And that fuels me up in a new way. So rather than thinking about all the time that I might be losing, I'm focused on all the good feeling energy that I'm gaining. Being willing to follow prompts has been a game changer for my songwriting. Being willing to trust an idea has led me to new creative heights. I know there are some of you already tapped into receiving intuitive ideas and prompts. In fact, I know lots of creative people who are tapped in, but who aren't doing anything with those insights. If you're someone tapped in or learning to tap in, Are you actioning those ideas that come to you? It's in the action of those ideas that you unfold new opportunities, that you go to new places and destinations that to an outsider looking in can look like big magic is going on in your life. Step three, when the intuitive prompt comes, listen and follow it. That's the very definition of spontaneity. And you can practice this when you go for a walk or when you go for a drive. Take an alternative route to where you're going. Follow your instinct to see where it takes you. If we have a limited imagination about what's possible or any skepticism about trusting ourselves and our inner knowing, then that magical connection with that greater energy disappears. And we will exist in a physical body and a mind state only where our bodies do things and our minds try to work out how to do things. When I've existed in this state before, I've found myself constantly trying to figure things out rather than being tapped into an all-knowing energy and greater knowing. When I've existed in this state before, I was an anxious being, afraid and limited. Deepening your connection to magic is deepening your trust and faith in the universe. Step four, practice following your own prompts in small ways each day for you to get in tune with following your own inner guidance. 
Start with things that don't feel important to you because if you can play with it in ways that are less meaningful or less important to you, then you're going to be able to trust it for things that are more meaningful and more important to you. Like when it comes to changing careers or moving to a new city or backing a decision you need to make or investing in something for yourself. Trusting your intuition has substance at that point. When you can use this information from yourself as knowledge, that is substantial. It's not luck that you decided to change careers or cities or countries. It's real inner knowing that you can rely on. It can become how you live life, trusting in your every step because you trust in yourself. If you're thinking that this episode is hardly about songwriting, well, thanks for noticing. Songwriting is just a vehicle for growth, expansion and transformation. And songwriting was the first way that I accessed magic as an adult, and I will be forever grateful for what songwriting has opened up for me. I am so excited as to where this magic will take me in my life, and I would love to know where it takes you next. Thank you for listening. It's been a pleasure to spend this time with you. To help others connect with the magic of songwriting, we'd love it if you'd take a moment to rate or review our podcast or share it with anyone you think would benefit from it. And if you want to find your community of songwriters, visit us at iheartsongwritingclub.com and let us help you reconnect with the magic of songwriting.